Yo, it's the Rap Radar Podcast. My name is B-Dot. Elliot Wilson. Elliot, how you feeling, man? I'm feeling good, B-Dot. How you feeling, brother? After that Steve Stout conversation, I feel like I can run through a brick wall. <laughs> the commissioner, man. Word. I didn't even know who Superstar Pride was, man. You put me up on game, man. Well, if you don't know, now you know. Yeah, man. Shout out to the commissioner, Steve Stout. Feels like, you know, we had we had a classic episode with him back in the day for people that know, know the, the black and white era, like mm-hmm. the 20, what, 17 era, yeah. blah, blah, but... It was dope to connect with him in the modern day and like have him drop his gems, man. Shout out to Steve, man. Legendary interview, legendary guy. You know, I mean, this guy's been around for 25 years He's plus. Big dog. Yeah, man. Manager of Nas and a whole bunch of others. So, you know, Steve Stout is Steve Stout, Steve Stout, man. What can you say? Every time I hear it was written, I think that that's like the Stout album. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it that's is. That's a big uh, payback to the Illmatic. It's like, yo, Stout got him with Trackmasters. <laughs> it was written, though. Word. You know, it's written with this new guy that we got today, man. Not a new guy. It's one of our guys, it's man. Weird. Come on. He is man. one of our guys. Betty the Butcher. Griselda, man. We can't... Yo, it's finally time, man. We've had the Griselda group as a crew all time. Mm-hmm. Rap Radar. Our connection is so solidified. But, you know, last... What was it? Last year or so, we had Westside Gun by himself. Yep. And then he brought the crew. But we did have Gun by himself. And then we had Conway. Mm-hmm. Top of the year, Solo Dolo. So it's only right, man. I think it's Benny the Butcher time. It absolutely is Benny the Butcher time. Butcher man. coming? The Butcher's here, man. <laughs> Everybody can't go. One of the best albums this year. Ooh, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let's take a moment. Let's take a what did Brian B. Dot Miller say in the could, man with the list? You could take two moments. Man, what did you say? Let's let's take a minute. What would you say about this album? One Everybody the, can't go. One of the best albums this year. Ooh. It's very, very, very good. Zelda Def Jam like it, that? They delivered, man. What can I say? Wow. Vida. High praise, brother. <laughs> it's well deserved. I mean, we're standing we, on that. I'm standing on it, man. We've been we've been waiting for this for a long time, and I feel like the fans are gonna definitely be pleasantly surprised with uh, with this I output. Think about to be pleasantly surprised. <laughs> 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 you know, Hip Boy Alchemist Production. Now, there's a lot of growth for now. I like it a lot too, man. We we have we're privileged to have a little early yep. see peak of the record. Like it's there, man. Like it, it delivers, man. It's a bit you know, it's not been the greatest year in hip hop, mm-hmm. so I think that this Benny project's gonna bring a lot of excitement to the game. You know, he's he right now he's got a little drama going on, on the internet, man. He's out here sparring with everybody, you know what I'm saying? Like Benny, Benny's not afraid to tell you how he feels out here. Everybody can't critique. <laughs> <laughs> everybody can't critique, everybody can't go. But nah, we was like, we gotta come down to Atlanta. We flew just down here to holler at Benny. We're mm-hmm. like, we ain't coming for the festivals and all that. We ain't invited to that. We nope. just came out here to get this interview, man. Benny the Butchers out here in Atlanta. It was like, yo, we got to talk to our guy. New album coming out, Def Jam. Mm-hmm. It's only right, man. Griselda Rap Radar. Let's do it, man. It's tradition. So let's get into it, Ellie. You ready? I'm ready, baby. Let's get into it, man. Baby, the Butcher. Rap Radar Podcast. Yeah. Yo, it's the Rap Radar Podcast. My name is B-Dot. Elliot Wilson. Elliot, we got the butcher here. Benny Solo, baby. First time on the Rap Radar Podcast. Yeah. Yes, sir. Oh, this is my first solo interview? Yes, it is. Oh, man. Uh, progress is taking place. Because all the Rap Radar, you can't get rid of us. Man. That's a fact. That's a fact. I remember my first one when all three of us. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I was sitting there, had the fatigue coat on and shit. I was nervous as a bitch. The lights was <laughs> beaming down on me. <laughs> How's it feel to be way richer now, Benny? Uh, knowing, knowing the place that it came from, mm. it's satisfying, man. It's satisfying. Because all I set out to do, I'm not going to lie, all I, a lot of what I set out to do is to satisfy Westside Gun and Conway. You mm. know what I'm saying? Them mm. boys brought me here. I got to be able to bring 
shit back to the table. I got to be able to say, like, look what I did with the opportunity. Because mm. niggas be fumbling the opportunity. So just know that I made good on the opportunity. I love it. So you felt that from jump that you had to deliver. Like, you in a position of, like, attention is brought your way. You're being recognized, mm -hmm. part of the fam. It's like, you got to deliver. Hell yeah. Like I always say, when I came in, these dudes was giants. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? I remember... In 2017, now mind you, we're, we're this small collective from Buffalo. In 2017, I remember Double XL posted, is Conway the best rapper from New York? And I'm like, damn. Wow. Like, I want them to say some shit like that about me one day. You know what I'm saying? So just know that he was getting that type of look. It was like, damn, I got I got, I got my work to, I got my work cut out for me. You know what I'm saying? So hell yeah. So I want to be one of the first. We're talking about the new album, Everybody Can't Go. Mm -hmm. I wanted to say, this is probably one of the best albums of the year. I'm gonna go yeah, on the right, right. on the record and say that. Congratulations, man. Thank you, thank you. I put a lot into it, a lot into it. See, when I when I first signed the Dev Jam, I, I I thought like four months ago, I thought like, did I do the right thing? Not by signing to him, but when I first signed, I started relaxing. Mm. I wasn't in no rush yeah. to record no album. Nigga. Mm -hmm. I wasn't. I'm like, just let me get my profile up a little bit, go to some industry parties, you know what I'm saying? Bag of R&B, bitch. Do some <laughs> shit like that, you know what I'm saying? And then it's time to write the album. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Let me get in my space first. Yeah, because you're like one of the most prolific artists in the game. So I was curious, was like, when did you start focusing on this album? I started focusing on this album maybe, maybe about a year ago. Hmm. I would say about a year ago. And you know you hear you hear a lot about when you hear you hear Westside Gun say all the time. We're like, yo, I, I did this album in two days. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like you know I'm not that guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got to live with it, especially when it's so much riding on it. And to me, it's a lot riding on this. You know what I'm saying? So about a year ago. Yeah, a year ago you also tweeted, "I'm gonna have the best hip hop Def Jam album since DMX. It's dark and hell, it's hot." I remember that. And you I still stand, stand by that I stand statement. Stand on that shit. They I went crazy when that. you said that. They too. did. They did. And I stand on that. <laughs> I stand on that, man. Yeah. You also said it's going to be the most anticipated album this year. Yo, the crazy thing about it is before I even got to any, before I was Griselda, before I was even, before I was even like doing any of this shit, I always wanted my album to be called The Most Anticipated. Mm. That's what I always wanted my album mm. to be called, The Most Anticipated. And it's not called The Most Anticipated, but it is The Most Anticipated, I feel. Uh, you know, these dudes put out albums when nobody's asking for them, when nobody's waiting for them. So just have the people and the culture and the genre waiting for my album. Yo, where it's at? I, I could post a picture of, with me hanging with my dog. They be like, nigga, drop the album. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> to see that there at that point, you know, you know what I mean? I, I love it. It's, it's, it's on the way. Yeah, it's definitely worth the wait, man. And like mm -hmm. the title suggests, why can't everybody go? Everybody man, can't go. Everybody can't go. Everybody can't go because... You know, they 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 not cut like that. They not made like that. And 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 you can't dance to every song. You, you know what I'm saying? This is for y'all out there. You can't dance to every song. Everything is not for everybody. And with new levels come new devils and and mm. and, and I want different. I want more. I want bigger for myself. So this is this is the second cut. You know what I mean? You know, when when you make that first cut, when you when you clearly see, okay, these people are not for me. They don't need to be here. So the people who made that who got past that cut, they, they think they safe. The first round. Yeah, yeah. no, you're not safe because everybody can't go. This is the, the next level up. And what I mean by level up is, you know what I mean, the, my way of thinking. Of course, my way of making music, uh, my approach at this shit. It just, it's just so many things that, it's so many things that I'm saying where I mean everybody can't go because they can't. This shit ain't for everybody. Man. Why do you think you wanted to land on that message to be the message around this album? 
uh, because honestly, it's motherfuckers feel like they can't go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, basically, I want, I want, I want to, I want to visually and sonically go into a space where people know that. He's a different guy right now. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Okay, this is not the Benny the Butcher from, you know what I'm saying? I want to go into that place visually and sonically, and I want people to know because it's execs who slept on me. Uh, it's artists who slept on me. It's uh, homeboys, friends, and family who slept on me. Uh, you know what I mean? This is this, this is my victory lap. You know what I mean? Mm. Everybody can't go. You know, a nigga did this shit. Like I say, I come under the, under the umbrella of Griselda. Westside Gunner Conway and I, you know what I mean? Like, I, them, them dudes mean everything to me. Them dudes is giants to me. Yeah. So, it's it, for me to, you know, when I when I came when I came in this shit, nobody expected me to 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 live up to it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I did it. You know what I mean? So, exceeded it. Exceeded exactly. It, yeah. I, exactly. You know, what didn't I mean? just fit in, but took it to another level. Let's talk about it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you hear that Westside Gun album? It's it's crazy. It's uh, I love it. I, I love his approach at it. And, uh, you rap it over a Tay Keith beat, man. We didn't right. expect that. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> rapping over a Tay Keith. You know what I'm saying? And, and I love the way that he drives and pushed the culture forward. And you know what I'm saying? You know, Benny the Butcher was the first Griselda artist rapping over trap beats mm -hmm. in 2019. And I've been doing that. And 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 just to see that the whole Griselda's evolving. They're just trying to do different things. That just lets me know where we at in time right now. You know what I'm saying? Is that we came so far with it. That we just trying to move the culture in a different direction right now. You know what I'm saying? I love it. Right. And that's the one thing I love about this album so much. It's like the production, it sounds so polished. Like mm -hmm. you have Hit Boy on the boards, and we also have Alchemist, right? Yeah, yeah. Like Al, this is what I do. I, I fuse my, you know what I mean? My, my uh, I'm not going to say my favorite producers because you got Derringer mm -hmm. and you got uh, Harry Frog and you got. Uh, Rick Hyde and you got uh, J.R. Swift, the conductor. You got so many guys I love working with. But two of my favorite producers that I've been most successful with. Mm. And now I'm dropping my major debut. Mm. I, I, I'm going to go get my dream team. You feel what I'm saying? So to speak. This is my dream team. I can't go wrong. I never went wrong with Al. Mm. I never went wrong with Hit Boy. So when it's time to do this shit for the masses, click them boys up together and let's do this shit. Yeah, I saw you posted uh, a while ago. You said, no, my album won't be loaded with boom, bad beats. I did that already. Do you mm -hmm. think like people had this preconceived notion of what the Benny the Butcher sound is? Yeah, mm. and they're wrong. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I they're, agree. They're, they're, they're wrong because I tell this all the time, man. You know, we, we jumped into this shit making this kind of music because we were good at it and we felt it. And this was the the, the yellow brick road, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but we can make all kinds of music. It's just like uh, being getting famous for your three point shot. But nigga, I could dunk the ball mm. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> from the free throw line. Actually, you know what I'm saying? Better than your favorites who won championships. Yeah. yeah. So it's about it's about just uh, doing doing what we feel. You know what I'm saying? And I like people think that when you're an artist, people think that you're a jukebox. They press a button and. And certain type of music comes mm. out. No, it don't work like that, man. Music is a living thing. And, and the way we make music, we have to live. We have to live our experiences. We have to go through things and see things and feel things. And pain, hurt, joy in order to come out with these records. Right. You feel what I'm saying? And, and, and there's no telling how it's going to come out on the other end when you're doing it out of feeling. You know what I'm saying? You see, this nigga Lil Wayne has a rock album. You feel me? You see, when Hov did this shit with Blink-182. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know. No, it, Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park. Oh, yeah. I'll fuck that up. But uh, 
I knew you was going to know that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, you know, you, you never know how this shit going to come out, man, when you're, yeah. doing it, when you're doing it from emotion. You never know how it was going to end up. You know what I mean? Was it as seamless this time around? Because you did burden the proof of Hit Boy. Was mm-hmm. the chemistry um, as organic as it was previously? I would say it was, man. I would say it was. This is the only, this is the only thing, because I'm, I'm a little superstitious. This is the only thing. I recorded, I recorded like a lot of my Hit Boy uh, songs in Vegas, hmm. you know what I'm saying? And I wasn't at Chalice, and you know me, I'm superstitious. I'm like, damn, do I need to be at Chalice? But his home saying? studio, yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. But it's like, I didn't need to be. I just needed his energy. I just needed Hit Boy in the room. A lot of these records, I do these records with the producers in the room. Uh, when you see I ten ten more Crack Commandments, mm-hmm. Derringer is in the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, when I'm doing these records, these guys in the room, and it's like. I need that. I need because they made the beat. Mm. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They made the beat. I need them to tell me it's like Benny, stop. I didn't have that in mind when I made this beat. You're going in a totally different direction. I need to hear that. They never told me that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if they if they felt that way, they would tell me. So, so I you think don't I, like somebody sending you beats. You want to feel like you're cooking up with the person when you make him. I do. I do. I, I love the producer to be himself to do his job. I love the producer to come to me with an idea already for the song. I love the for the producer to uh to tell me what he was thinking when he made the beat, like what he had in mind when he made this beat. That helps me. That helps yeah. my vision. To, 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 I can craft my idea around a song and his idea. You know what I mean? I need yeah. that. You mentioned Wayne. You got a, a big record called Big Dog. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. and Lil Wayne. Right. It feels like, you know, also like there's a lot of care to you with like the chorus and how you approach that song. Like yeah, talk yeah. about that record. The Big Dog record is like, I always felt like I was an underdog. Y'all know I, I sometimes I beat it in the ground, but you know, saying, you know a nigga a big dog now. You know what I'm saying? And, and just the way the beat sounded, just so melodic, and you know what I mean. And and with the hook, let me tell you, man. Diddy told me this. Diddy told me the difference between Nas and Jay are the melodies. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Not saying that one is better than the other. He said just the difference, and you take from that what you what you mm-hmm. take from that. Mm-hmm. And and I took certain things from that. I didn't want to. Uh, I didn't want to be trying to. Rap people to death. Mm. I'm Benny the Butcher from Griselda. I feel like I done that already. Right. You feel what I'm saying? If like if 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 you're a fan out there and you're looking like for me to prove anything, I'm not saying that I'm the greatest, but I am saying I am at the same time. Mm. So it's like if you're looking for me to prove myself, lyrical acrobatics and shit like that, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. You know what I'm saying? You know what I do. You know what I do. Yeah. You know what I do. You know what I'm saying? Just. Enjoy the music, man. It's a, it's a piece that we all can enjoy. And that Big Dog song is like, it's fire. that shit fire. So it's so eclectic, you know what I mean? And I have fun making that song. And Wayne is true to his word. He said, anytime I need him, shout out Mac Main and shout out everybody over there. But anytime I need it, bro, he came through for me. And this is the third collaboration. You had Timeless, Russian Roulette, now this one. Now this one. And I'm on a uh, College Grove album. With oh, him the and Two Chains. Okay. I'm on that album. You know what I'm saying? Got some heat on there. It feels Tucci, like Tucci yeah. and the Butcher? That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> I like it because you I feel like you bring the best out of them every time you're on a collaboration. Yeah, yeah. And 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 I think and I think that's that's one of my superpowers is is I bring the best out of a lot of artists. Not even on no competitive shit. I just think people are excited about working with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I love that. And I love that I that I that I got that energy. So I think people are like, oh, that's the butch. Let me, let me give him one of those because let me give him that energy that he giving. You know what I'm saying? So I love that. And you guys finally got the video too with the pit with the Doberman pictures. Man, listen, I got I got dogs myself, but it was one scene they had the dogs in the back of the seat, in the back seat with me in the car, and it was two of them. Mm-hmm. 
And they got the dogs, they know each other, so they got to going back and forth. <laughs> you know, they, they seen my face, they was like, just get one of the dogs out of there. Please, please don't do me like that. I'm just trying to shoot a video, man. I ain't trying to get my ear chewed the fuck off. Nothing but hell, yeah, that was crazy. But you said like, it was so tapping into the melodic point, you said the Puff was like, so Jay's a little more melodic with certain things? Like, what was the approach there that you... I feel, I feel, I feel that he meant that. I feel that he meant Hov was uh, more melodic. And I feel I didn't really want to lose people by trying to be too too rappy you know what i'm yeah. saying i wanted to connect with people in a different way mm-hmm. with maybe the melodies and and the things that i was saying yeah without uh jumbling a bunch of things together uh leaving points in the music where they got time to think about what i said and time to ju- digest it you know what i'm saying so definitely is it a challenge when you write like that or is it, it still feels natural just it's, like if it's you're actually up? easier uh-huh. <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's actually easier because I'm getting on the mic and I'm trying to prove a point. Mm. I'm trying to rhyme words. I'm trying to catch pockets and everything like that. And and when I'm writing like this, I'm just letting it flow. I'm just I'm letting it big flow. Big dog. Exactly. Yeah. I'm just letting it flow. I'm just saying what's on my mind and, and saying what I feel and, and not trying to create a punchline or mm. not trying to create a, a, a wow factor with a bar. I'm just saying what's on my mind and just letting it flow out. It's easier like that. Right. That was what I think was so impressive with this album was like the different flows and the mm-hmm. pockets that we're using. I think one song in particular, Back Again, mm-hmm. was Snoop Dogg. Man, I remember you played that for me months ago. Right, right, right. And it has like this West Coast mm-hmm. feel. I didn't even know Hit Boy did it at the right. time. Mm-hmm. But the flow, especially on the second verse, it's like you're walking down the beat. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. yep. <laughs> like, did Snoop give you pointers on that or did you just come up with that flow by yourself? I just came up with that. And, and and that's another thing. And man, Jermaine Cole, Cole World, man, that nigga, that nigga like basically like coached me on a lot of shit on his album. Really? That was, he he let me know that he was basically like the pockets. He was like find the pockets. He said people love the pockets, and basically that's what I try to do. I try to switch the flow up. Uh, I try to have like different flows and different songs and different moves, and mm. and I feel people are gonna appreciate that. But you know what I'm saying? I definitely got that piece of advice from bro. Mm. Wow. So how important was that? Johnny P's caddy, right? Mm-hmm. That's the record breaker for Griselda. First right. gold record for the for the brand. Definitely. Like speak about that. Like how important was that and like the lessons you learned from that? Man, the, the lesson I learned, the lesson I learned is is do what you feel. And, and and that's why I can go into this album comfortable. With this album coming out, I could be comfortable with it because I just did what I feel. And and and, and trust me, everybody around me felt good about that record yep. before we even sent it to Cole. Mm. They felt good about that record. And by the time Cole got on it, you know what it just did? It just shot the record through the roof and how we felt about it before we even let the world hear the record. So I was basically I was basically just taken from that, like, damn, just do what you just just do your shit. You know, we come from recording in the bathroom, right? Mm-hmm. We record a record in the bathroom. Back in the day where the booth was at, and then maybe somebody else would get on a record. No hook or no nothing. Mm. To see that we earned a gold plaque like that. You know what I'm wow. saying? It's crazy because I always thought, like, man, you know, when we get when we get higher up in the game, we're gonna have to start changing the shit. We're gonna have to start putting hooks on these records. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but that that went just the way it went. Like we're on a Take Keith beat just right on West Side album, just rapping, no hook, mm-hmm. one yeah. after another. Yeah. And that is our formula, you know what I'm saying? That's our formula. Doing what we're comfortable doing. You could put a hook on it. You you don't have to. But getting that gold plaque over an alchemist beat, over a beat with no hook and just rapping, mm-hmm. 
And they just show me, man, you you could you could really do what you want and be comfortable in your own lane and not have to and not have to be a dancing bear for these people. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Real mm-hmm. shit. Where were you when you got the news? That uh the, the gold plaque? Yeah. I think it was at home. And I got a call from Al. You know, Al never calls. <laughs> Al never called. And I mean, I know he always up in the morning and shit. He was like, Yeah, you know, we about to get a plaque for that. We about to get a plaque for that. He's like, yeah, you know what I mean? I get on the uh I get on the billboard website yeah. and I don't see it. But he must know because it streams so much every day. Mm-hmm. They must know, like, okay, by seven days, this is gonna be the certified monitor. gold. Yeah, yeah. So about a week later, and I was telling people, I posted it. <laughs> you know, my lawyer called me, he called me being a, a negative Nancy. It's like I looked it up, I don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, man, it, it's it's gonna be there. It's, it's gonna be there. You know what I'm saying? But I feel good, man. Like I said, just to be able to hand that to West Side Gun mm. after the opportunity that he handed me, and that's all you can ask for, man. And it's in this business where 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 you're presented an opportunity that could go to somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Somebody maybe would have got a platinum album or whatever, but to be able to bring something to the table to these guys who who set this platform for me. That means everything. Something man. tangible at that. Exactly. Right. That means everything to me. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and he took that everywhere, man. He did. He, <laughs> he did. saw the pictures and he brought it to the cemetery. He did. Machine Gun Black. He did, man. He, he took my mom. Him and my mom went. And that was dope. And that was dope because I'm going to be honest with you. Me and West Side Gun, we handle my brother's passing away different. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? It's like he, 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 he kind of like, you know, rejoices and, and, and celebrates it. And I know my brother, his family, his kids love that. But it's hard for me to do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to speak his name, you know what I'm saying? Because it takes me back to a place mm-hmm. that I don't necessarily want to go. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times I get to celebrate my brother through the love West shows him, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of things that I'm not strong enough to do, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's like I, a lot of shit that I'm not, you know what I mean? So I live through West with a lot of that, you know what I mean? Like me. How he went back to the gravesite, it was like a celebratory moment. He was mm-hmm. with my mom, like mm-hmm. me going to the gravesite with my mom. I wasn't able to be, I wasn't able to, to be there at the funeral to hold her down. So it would have been like all of that all over again for me. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because I've been to the gravesite, but I haven't been with her. Right. Yeah. So that would have conjured up so many feelings and so many emotions that sometimes I just stay away from that shit. And I just, my I man, I, I lived through my brother through his son. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's his twin through his daughters and, you know, just through old memories we shared, but man, definitely uh, appreciate Wes holding it down. And, and I'm happy he got the plaque, take the plaque on tour everywhere. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, took the plaque on tour on the first song, uh, German's uh, Graduation. Um, you said like how you clean up the rumors. Yeah. Uh, about you, Gun, and um, Conway. Right, 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 Why right, was that right. important to get the out? big three. Yeah, because you know, people see us and be like, yo, is Griselda broke up or you're not on Griselda's? Like, the best case scenario happened. You know what I'm saying? Where I delivered four projects, four albums to Griselda. One of them earned a plaque. One of those are What Was Sheen Gonna Do? One of those are Burton Approved. One of those are Tanner Talk 3, Tanner Talk 4. I handed, I got, I got an impressive catalog over at Griselda and then decided to to go and 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 be a boss like I was showed by my big cousin. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. It's, it's, it's nothing to be like, damn, he not over there no more. It's, you know, people look at it that way. I don't know why. So just because, you know, Conway started drum work, that is the best case scenario. Mm-hmm. You know, when uh, the Patriots dynasty run, all of those head coaches and 
uh, quarterback coaches, they went over to get good jobs, better paying jobs mm-hmm. at different organizations, though. You know what I'm saying? And I'm pretty sure they all come and reminisce over their championship run. That's all it that's all this is, man. It's a dynasty that we lived through, that we helped create. And mm-hmm. you know, I just want people to know it's like, man, we ain't got no man, you know, what's happy for me. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Conway right. happy for me. I'm happy for them dudes, man. They just I mean, we we can never split up. I, I seen Wes say that in a different interview. It's like we might be doing other things, but we could never break up. That shit don't even make no sense, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's been a busy year for you though, BSF. Mm-hmm. The Black Sopranos family. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I executive produced a whole bunch of albums and, and got my feet up under me. I don't want to thank my whole staff because that's what it's really about when you're yeah. putting out these records. Mm. After these records, after you get out the booth, like, is who's going to push these records? Who's going to see to it that these records is getting put out efficiently? Keeping up with the dates, man. That's all the staff, a whole bunch of people who don't rap and allowed us to have a good <laughs> year, man. Real yeah. shit, Can man. you give a roll call who's officially in BSF? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Where you got... Rick High. Yes. You got him. You got uh, Fuego Bass. Mm-hmm. You got Sule. Uh, you got Malik Flames. You know what I'm saying? Flames without Malik. Flames. And that nigga's crazy. Yeah, he's you know crazy. What I'm saying? You know, we, I told you we just finished his deal. Yes. Congratulations uh, man, with I'm, that. I'm rubbing my palms together. I can't wait to get started. <laughs> Heroin. <laughs> Real shit. Uh, that nigga's crazy. Yeah. From Rochester, New York. I got Ari. Ari Almighty from Rochester, New York, the first female. This is my first time even announcing I signed her. Okay. The first female artist on BSF. El Camino? El Camino, definitely. I'm trying to think. Definitely El Camino. You know, El Camino been down and been part of the team for a while, but we officially did his deal. Mm. And then he officially put out his first BSF release about two weeks ago. And that was his his best release ever. You know what I'm saying? And those those hit out of his those words out of his mouth, like, yo, this is my best release ever. And I didn't think that, because you know, he got releases and yeah. everything. So just let them know, nigga. We gotta stick together, nigga. You know what I'm saying? And uh, who else, man? My nigga Bundy over there. You know what I'm saying? Bundy bullshit. He be bullshit. <laughs> this, this my this my homeboy. We was in prison together, right? Okay. And he the first person I I told about when I started BSF. Mm. And he he and he's been a guy who pushing me, pushing me, pushing me when I wanted to give up and shit. So. I mean, that's my nigga over there, you know, City yeah. Boy, Harlem, Cat, Jake. Those, that's the staff, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ock, whole bunch of guys, man. Who just you wouldn't see Benny the Butcher without them. You know what I mean, going back to Def Jam though for a second, I remember talking. We were talking to Snoop, and Snoop was like, you know, we hear there's rumors about she was going to Def Jam. Things mm-hmm. was lingering, blah blah. And at a certain point, it felt like. Well, Snoop Dogg just stepped in and made it happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can you speak to that? Like, how did the whole Def Jam deal finally come together? Man, just by Snoop getting me on the phone with Jeff, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's, it's no secret that I was looking for a certain number before I jumped to the major side. Because if it wasn't, if it, if the number wasn't right, it didn't make no sense to me and my family. Uh, we was kind of stuck on a number for a minute, and you know, Snoop really got me on the phone with Jeff Houston. You know what I'm saying? He he really done that. You know mm. what I mean? And, man, the dog ain't have to do that. Mm. We all know that. You know what I'm saying? I'm from the East Coast. He from the West Coast, and. He did get nothing out of it. Ain't like he was getting 10% of the money. Mm-hmm. Ain't like he was getting nothing. He just did it because he wanted to do it for me. So I appreciate the dog for that. But that's all it was, man. I, I wanted to be, I wanted to feel safe with a number. Mm. Because me being a successful independent artist, I wanted to feel like this label wanted me here. Mm. I mean, it's yeah. different. Like, you know, you, you know, you know. You earned it. You felt. Exactly. You like, did enough work. It's easy to say, yo, we want you here. Let's do this. You do this. No, I mean, show it. Write the check. Mm, yeah. Let the check reflect. 
Mm. That's some new shit right there. Let the, <laughs> let the check <laughs> reflect. Let the check reflect. Like, the yeah. check reflect. You know what I'm saying? So, and they did that. And you could, you can't ask for more. You know, we're already a well-oiled machine. I come from under the Griselda cloth, so I know how to take care of my own business. But you know, just adding a machine to that. And the check reflecting was a big part, man. Shout out Snoop. Shout out everybody at Dev Jam, man. Archie, Naeem, Charlene, man, Tunji, of course, and then everybody else over there who I'm forgetting, man. It's it's, it's been it's been dope for me. Yeah. So what does that mean to be like a a Def Jam artist in 2023, 2024, in your mind? Uh, to me, it means that you know, for one, it's the 50th anniversary of hip hop. That means hip hop is still live flowing, you know what I'm saying, where a uh, label like Dev Jam, who 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 started this shit, is, is coming back, is coming back signing a guy who made his bones in the underground. Mm -hmm. Not not the not the guy who was on fire on the internet. Not the guy who who had the viral single. No, a guy who who set his tone and made his bones in the underground is linking with the greatest hip hop label of all time. You know what I'm saying? That should be inspirational to every fucking artist in the game. You know what I mean? Mm. Right. One of my favorite songs in the album, How to Rap, you mm -hmm. kind of talk in detail <laughs> the trajectory of your of stardom, right? Mm -hmm. And you say you built your shit ciphering. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about those early days? Oh, yeah. You know, I'm come from the era where if be fuck the booth like you you're not making it to the, you're not making it to the booth if we haven't seen your work in ciphers mm -hmm. you feel what i'm saying on that street so it's like you're not you know what i mean like a lot of time you hear these guys you hear them over a record like i didn't have that liberty so i built my name ciphering and and you already know like you 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 have to be on your shit even to make it in a cipher mm. so uh it's letting people know, like, I'm, I'm Benny the Butcher, my nigga. Like, I, I built my shit on them street corners and them parks and them prison yards, ciphering with no beat. A nigga might be beating on his chest. A nigga might be beatboxing. <laughs> you understand? Mm -hmm. And I'm and, and, and straight from my mouth to everybody's ears who's standing around in that circle. And, and I was impressing people then. And that's where I got, that's where I got the confidence mm -hmm. up to want to wanna go further. With my, that's when I know I had a career. Mm -hmm. When the oohs and ahs, the constant oohs and ahs, it's like, you know, I might be on to something. But definitely, I built my shit up, ciphering on that corner, Montana and Genesee. I remember I used to be standing on the corner hustling. And then, you know, every once in a while, somebody I know who rap walk past, and we sparring. Mm -hmm. And we sparring, you know what I'm saying? Real shit. So I, I love them days that, that helped me to do what I do now. Yeah, I love that song. It feels like a step-by-step -step booklet, really, to get your shit on track. Right, that's that's that, that's a good record right there. I can't wait, wait till people hear that record. That's a good record, you know what I mean? Like, these dudes just got to listen. They got to listen. Right. You're getting real creative, man. I was listening. Another person that's been mm -hmm. listening, LeBron James, is a big mm -hmm. fan. You have a song dedicated to LeBron called Braun. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You gave him his own theme song. I did. <laughs> I did. And I've been sent to LeBron months ago. He been had that record. Dope record, man. The first name of the record was Championship Conditions, but I'm like, man, let's just call it Bron. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, just just getting in my championship ways. It's basketball season. You know, uh, being a champion is an attitude to me. They're like 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 a guy like Allen Iverson who hasn't won a ring, but clearly he's a champion. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? In everybody's eyes. So it's like it's an attitude and. I just wanted to bring my winning attitude to that record mm. to let everybody know what I'm on. Like I like I spoke earlier, like this is the Griselda dynasty. You feel what I'm saying? And I'm a part of it. Championship conditions. What I say, I said, I I move my bricks and my family to a place where it's warm. Like how he did when he left Cleveland. Mm -hmm. He went to Miami. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Real shit. So definitely, man. What was his feedback on the song? Man, he fuck with it. He man. fuck with it. He fuck with it. 
I, what I what I want what, what I want him to do I want him I want the song to motivate him mm-hmm. I want that to be a record where he might listen to it on his way to to play ball mm. I'm saying I remember last time Bron uh, played my shit he dropped like fifty <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm saying no coincidence <laughs> a fifty piece I'm saying which song was that. Man, I can't remember, but he went viral posting it. Was it Johnny P's Caddy? Might have been. It could have been Johnny P's okay. Caddy, man. It could have been Johnny P's Caddy. I think it was, man. Where'd you put the plaque in Johnny P's Caddy? What's that at? Your plaque. Oh, it's sitting right up over the fireplace. You know, the fireplace is the, is the, is the most <laughs> yeah. heralded spot in the house. <laughs> <laughs> That's the place. Like, nothing nothing goes there. You got to have a picture of, of grandma, big mama, and family <laughs> photo there. I probably even took the family photo down up, put yeah. the plaque up there. Like, let this let this go there. You know what I'm saying? I was just looking at it the other day, like, fucking plaque in my house. Your yeah. dad didn't steal it? I gotta get him his own. Oh, I gotta get man. him his own. When they yeah. when they brought it to me and, and and they brought me two, and then I was keeping one, and I was like, I gotta keep this other one for Wes. And his head, he gave me that look like, what? Nigga, I'm I'm Johnny P. My name is on the record. <laughs> So, Dad, I, your, your plaque is on the way. I'm getting it cooked up for you, Pops. But you said when you made a song about your dad, mm-hmm. your, your wifey, everybody, like family members mm-hmm. in your catalog. You're so proud of that, right? Yeah, definitely, man. Like Germany's graduation. Whenever I name a song after a family member, mm. it's, I always do well. The first time Wes named the intro to Tana Talk 3, Babs. That's my mom's name. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh India, that's my wife's name. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Recently married. Congratulations, Yeah, brother. appreciate you. Welcome appreciate you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she put a ring on it. Hey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Johnny P's Caddy, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. self-explanatory what that record did. So I thought it was only right, man, to, you know, my daughter, she's been there with me every part of my career and going through the ups and downs with me, uh, traveling and not be able to make birthdays, not be able to make uh, events and doctor's appointments. So she sacrificed a lot for me to be here. So I named this intro after her Germany's graduation. You know what mm. I'm saying? Yeah. But you do speak about Cole. He said Cole's like one of the most genuine in the game. I mean, he is, man. If you ask me, a lot of things that he he, he do, that he don't have to do it. I know we could say that about a lot of people, but he take. it seems to me like he take interest in things like that. And that's the difference. He realizes his responsibility of him being the top guy. Mm-hmm. And make no mistake, he's the top guy. Mm-hmm. Cole is the top fucking guy in this shit right now. You know what I'm saying? And for him to understand this responsibility, I just say a lot about him. Because a lot of these dudes don't, man. You know what I mean? A lot, yeah. a lot of these dudes, a lot of these rap niggas use their platform to flirt with these bitches. <laughs> to flirt with these female artists. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? You know they 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 use they use who they are to you know to to slither and, mm. and slime you know what mm. I'm saying and to be a nigga you know what I'm saying which is all good because you know they worked hard to do what they want to do but they not worried about pushing the culture yeah. forward they not worried about a they not worrying about like like how can I do this without getting nothing out of it with just for the sole sake of seeing that person there as my responsibility as a person in this game you know they don't they don't take their responsibility serious so a guy like him. Who, who who take his responsibility serious, you gotta commend that. Yeah. You've been under fire lately on the internet mm-hmm. taking a stance against like we say overly critiquing stuff yeah. and things like that. Like can, yeah. can you speak to that? I'm happy you brought that up, man, because I get so maybe I give it too too much energy, but I get sick of all of these guys just weaponizing their opinion. Uh first and foremost the same artists that these dudes dick fucking ride all fucking day 
when them dudes become too successful now they don't like them when it was okay when it was okay for y'all to it was okay for y'all to try to like throw like like when 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 Meek and Drake was going through their shit, everybody Drake this, Drake that, Drake this. You know what I'm saying? And now that he's winning, he overly won the shit. He won, he collected everything. Yeah. Not a chip in the casino left. <laughs> 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 and now they mad at the man. Like, no, y'all, y'all, no, this this you know what I mean? No. No, yeah. don't switch it up now. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Ye. Uh you see how everybody was going on a I I hate Ye shit. Man, man, people big that man head up like that. To have him feeling like he was that person. I'm not saying that he's not, but a lot of this come from the fans. And I heard yeah. I heard a rapper say the other day, well, but the fans told me this. So the fan, man, don't say what the fucking fans told you. Because mm. that shit don't count. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And these same fans who get on here and then try to a bigger artist up or a critique a nigga. Like somebody tried to say something to me today. A nigga, my DM telling me to humble myself. Man, this dude, you look in our in our in our history, this dude never reposted nothing. Mm. Go on his page, he never posted nothing. He never bought a shirt or nothing but telling me to humble myself. <laughs> mm. I'm not taking no fucking advice from nobody who never supported me, man. Mm. So I think like 100,000 songs get loaded to Spotify every fucking day. Mm. Every day. And that's just Spotify. You understand? Who, we know, who knows about YouTube and all of this other shit? I think a lot of the, a lot of the fans, supporters, spectators want to be in the artist's shoes. Mm. So... It's not like you're critiquing your artist. You're critiquing your competition. You're trying to th- think about what I would have said if I was on that song. Or what I, I would have mm-hmm. did if I was performing that. No, no, nigga, sit back, shut the fuck up, and enjoy it. I heard I heard Ryan Daniels say, uh, you know, guys, rappers brag too much. And I got people feeling a certain way. And, and, and you know, I kind of, I don't, I don't feel like that 100% because when I hear, when I hear an artist talk about some shit, you know, like, like, uh, number one stunner. Mm-hmm. Birdman shit I, You know that's my new shit You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying I, I bought me a hundred thousand dollar car And that's what I listen to nigga. Mm-hmm. Um, Number one stunner <laughs> You know what I'm saying So so it's like Some people get motivated off of that Yeah I can you, do it too Exactly So you, when you when you hate on that Like you choose to take that stand You choose not to be motivated by that So When guys choose not to be motivated by it you know, I just don't like it Listen to the music Like we're the professionals you know what I mean? Like we we love basketball, but I really can't be telling telling these guys who to telling Josh Allen what the fuck to do every Sunday. Mm-hmm. I can sit back and I can enjoy the game, win or loss. That's mm-hmm. it. I can't be like, man, you know, he should have passed the ball. I don't know what's going on. What defensive lineman was breathing mm-hmm. down his neck about to tackle him, or how his wrist feeling, what he was doing. I, I can't I can't talk about that shit. So I think they should they should people think they're professionals, man. Mm-hmm. Man, they're not, man. So sit back, enjoy the music. Don't. Don't be so ready to critique the shit for the sake of critiquing it. Mm-hmm. For the sake of critiquing it. If if it was if it was good, they wouldn't they wouldn't go in there and say it's good, but they'd go in there and say it's bad. You know what I'm saying? You can't do that. You got you gotta play both sides of the fence. So I just feel like a lot of people need to need to put more respect on the craft. It's not a res- it's not a lot of respect on being a rapper right now. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people who don't know me, they see me, they see me moving a certain way, like, yo, you a rapper. And I'm like, yeah, damn, I, yeah, I am. You know what I'm saying? And and that's not good, man. You know, rap gave me a lot. I should be able to want to say that loud and proud. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people try to hate on that. You know what I mean? Like a lot of these podcasts, a lot of these, uh, a lot of these influencers, a lot of these uh, characters or who, who, whatever they call, uh, 
they criticize rap. They they got whole everything platforms to criticize rap in a bad way, though. Of course, you're gonna criticize it. It's an art form, but in the bad way, man. Rappers this, rappers that, rappers this, rappers that, shitting on a rapper. I hate that mm-hmm. because almost we we are almost the bar for how people live their lives. You mm-hmm. hear some somebody say like, man, shit, like I got richer than richer than rappers. Like, what you want to be richer than a rapper for? Man, every rapper ain't rich. Right. I'm here to tell you. <laughs> I mean that that that's be richer than be richer than every every person who went number one in the NFL draft. Do that. Like people want to compare themselves to rappers so bad. It's like people love us so much they fucking hate us. Mm. They love us so much they hate us, man. They can't stand this shit. And a lot of times the 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 the, the critique and all of that shit comes from people who want to do this. They want to get on. You say people, you have a people, lot of wannabe rappers in your DMs. And, people look up like, yo, yeah. yo, Benny, that last shit, you dropped it, wasn't it? I go look, click on his page, and he have a Spotify link. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's what it is. Mm. He's competing. He's is. competing that's against what it me, is. Yeah. That's what it is. So, yeah. you know, I get it, but I just feel like, man, uh, the culture did so much for us, and, it, and, it's, so, and it's responsible for, for so much good as that, man. We, 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 in a way, man, we have to, we have to, we have to be, Careful and responsible uh, of of the things we say and how we motivate our brothers. Man, yeah. I heard I heard some. I forgot who said this, but I I said the same thing. It's like I never judge the music. I judge the quality. Hmm. Who the fuck am I to if a dude get on there saying his ABCs on a record? Who the fuck am I to judge that? We seen we seen records like that sell a lot of records. We seen a lot of records we thought was bullshit to sell a lot of records. So who who the, who the fuck am I? And I'm a rapper too. Mm-hmm. So who the fuck am I to be? Critiquing that shit. Long as you went in there, I'm critiquing your effort. If you went in there, if I feel like you could have said your ABCs better, that shit trash. Nigga. Mm-hmm. Get back in there and do that over. So I critique the effort. I don't really critique the outcome because I would look there, have egg on my face if a little nigga come out and, and sell 20 million records and all the fans going crazy. That'll make it good, but mm-hmm. that gives him an excuse to like, see, see what I said, Benny? Mm-hmm. Nigga, fuck you talking about your opinion on me and shit. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. So. Yeah, I mean, but you're not afraid to say it, and then the internet goes crazy. It's like you tell them. Oh, I'm, I'm definitely not afraid. To, the internet is a make believe place. The internet isn't real. <laughs> the internet isn't real, man. It's like I'm never afraid to speak my opinion on the internet because every today everybody can hate me, and tomorrow they all will love me. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's so when impulsive. they get this album, when they get this album, are they gonna love? Are me? they gonna love it? The they gonna, yeah, right. they, man, they be they be back talking again. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But are you open to constructive criticism? Very, very much so when it's, when it's, when it's, when I take it as real criticism. Like I said, when I feel like it's a weaponized opinion, I'm not with it. You can't tell me you don't fuck with my shit if you never supported my shit. Hmm. Like, I'm not making it for you. I hope you don't fuck with it. Now, <laughs> if a person who, who, if a person who, who been, who could show me like, yo, that last show you did, I really wasn't feeling it. You wasn't giving no energy. Huh, I've been to this show. I've been to that show and I've been to that show. It's like, damn. I got to deliver for this nigga. Now, mm-hmm. I damn near got to give him a free ticket to my next show so I could prove to him that I still got it. Mm-hmm. But when you never supported me and you saying what I need to do, what I'm like, I'm, man, I'm not trying to buy your support or earn your support. I'm building off the people who already support me because those are the people who are going to convince you. I'm not going to convince you. Mm-hmm. A nigga will tell you, like, I'm telling you this new Benny the Butcher album is it. He's going to convince you. Mm-hmm. I did all the rapping I could do. Shot all the videos and did everything I could do. My dog, my fans, the supporters are going to say, like, nigga, you ain't hear this record? Yeah, you slept on this. They're going to... So I try to cater to them more, the supporters and the people there. You know what I'm saying? 
Why you got some constructive criticism for me? Nah. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> yo, B, you be under fire too because you you know what I mean? Just feel like, your record. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. That was you. Was that was Conway? I bigged you up on you the did. record. It's, I bigged you up on the record. Nah, but I, I mean that for this album, I have no real criticism. No, but you're different. To be honest with you, I, I feel like you're different. And people are going to take your opinion higher because you be that. Because it means something. Mm-hmm. It means something. Because uh, you you support the guys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when it's like, if it's like, I, I liked it this. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, I like this. But it's like, uh, the I really don't know so much. It's like, you know, this guy showed his support before. So right. if he if he, if he he feels some type of way about it, that's just how he genuinely feels. Yeah. And of course, we're, and we're men. And we're human. And we're grown. So of course, we might take it hard. But we're going to go back in that booth. Yeah. <laughs> And remember that. Right. We'll say like, that though. Like Conway they, did. <laughs> when they said the big free, they say gun, you, Conway, you're not afraid to say about it or call it out if it's like critical against y'all and say something about it. It's like, why do you think y'all have that same sort of drive of like, we're going to say it, we're going to bring it to the conversation. We're not just going to take it quietly. Like, we're going to respond to that in real time. Because I feel like a lot of people, a lot of people have given us our flowers, but a lot of people hasn't. And I'm saying people who hasn't is quick to criticize us. Like I said, we don't want to hear that shit. You know, like a person like Wes, the things that he done for this culture definitely should be celebrated. And I feel like he's celebrated. The things that a guy like Ye done for this culture should be celebrated. And it's like Drake, what he done should be celebrated. It's like sometimes no dudes make a fuck up. People be sitting right there like, ah, ah, ah. Not seeing if they if they fucked up, if they go on to do something that we, that we don't that we don't feel is They're right. Instantly connect to exactly you know, exactly. See see my thing about it is that's why you said something for all the dogs, right? You felt like it was a one way thing of like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. tear this man down. I think so. Sure. Just because he been winning so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because he been winning so much. You know my take on a, on a, on an album is that that's what I expect from him. I expect from him. He's not interested in in giving people to the bars how we feel he should because he feel like he feel like what has that got him i can't speak for him but mm-hmm. person like him I'm like what has that got me like nigga y'all don't see all these white women who fucking love me y'all don't see what's going on and that's important to him and the thing about it is man as a rapper i really don't knock these artists for that because the game is unforgiving mm-hmm. i'm saying these 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 people these supporters and they halfway and these rappers these rappers will try to uh will try to have you sharpen their sword so they can stab you with it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So he's careful about like, he 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 talk all the time about how he helped rap niggas out and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And he, and he has. And maybe a few of them have to try to go on and, and use a status that they helped give to him, that he helped give them and try to act like they bigger than him. Like you never going to hear me saying nothing about crazy about Cole. You're never yeah. going to hear me saying nothing crazy about that man. That man helped sharpen my sword. He don't have to worry about me using that sword in battle against him. Mm-hmm. Ever. You know what I'm saying? And rappers do that shit. Rappers do that shit to me. Mm-hmm. It's rappers like, yo, let me get a feature. Let me get a feature. Come around and hang around. And then when they see it's not leading to a contract, it's not leading to a feature, then then what they doing? They bad mouth for me. Mm-hmm. I'm saying so. It's like competitive stance against you. Exactly. Yeah. It's tricky. Going back to the album though, one foot in, one foot out. Mm-hmm. Stove mm-hmm. God cooks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stovey, Stove God. Stovey, man, it's my twin, man. You know what I mean? I got a few twins in the shit. He's one of my <laughs> twins. Special, my twin. Uh, Bass, yeah, my twin. Fast. Rick Taheem, the boys, twin. Conway definitely is like 
that stove and butch energy is different. Mm. It's different. It's an upstate connection, man. Something's going on up there. Something is going on. It's some. It's, it's, it must be the fracking up there. <laughs> shit in the water, man. Well, they doing something up there, but and, and and I'm proud of bro, and 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 I'm gonna help him carry his torch. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whatever I gotta do to help him carry his torch, bringing light to him, him bringing him on the album, me doing records with him, getting him on, getting on his album, whatever I need to do, because uh, he represent what I represent. So I'm proud of bro, and, and I know people love that energy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So we gonna continue to get y'all that. There was a lyric on there that really uh, stood out to me. You said, one foot out the game with the freestyle with Flex, and you had one foot in the door at the Jay-Z's house with Wes. Mm. You know, at what point did you, is that at that point that you feel like you made it when you was at Jay-Z's house? Because you talked about it too on Burden of Proof as well. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's Sean's crib. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's, a nice, it's a nice crib. Definitely, man. And uh, that was just a, that was just a, a moment in time where you feel like, okay, what's going on right now in my life where I'm just sitting at this guy's house and we talking business and definitely a moment where I felt like I made it. Mm-hmm. It's like I said, I was one foot in the game at that, after the freestyle with Flex because during that time, I probably was doing some things that I probably shouldn't have been doing mm-hmm. that maybe Wesley Conway didn't know that I was doing. Mm-hmm. Probably was. So that's, that's the real underlying, that's what I really meant. I was one foot in the game. After that freestyle with Flex, I had one foot in the door at Jay-Z house with Wes. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like I was taking that foot out the door and putting it in the game. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I mean by that. Yeah. And going back upstate, man, in Buffalo, it's a, the hometown. Mm-hmm. That's very close to your heart. It was, there was a record that we heard. We heard two versions of this album, mm. Black Santa. Is yeah. that going to make the cut? No, it's not going to make the cut. Oh, man. come on, right, Benny. Right, 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 right. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. Who, who we got to run up on? <laughs> uh, whoever, Whoever... Al Green's estate. Oh. Clearing a sample. Al Green, ref. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Oh man. Well, that was one of my favorite records on the album. It's that, one of that my favorites. Hurt me too. not to make the album. Oh you know man. What I'm saying because I really like. I was really saying some shit. I got yeah. some shit off my chest, and yeah. and it falls into the category of everybody can't go. That was that could almost been like the title track of the album. You know what I'm saying? Right. Damn. Well, right. I, the reason why I brought that up is because we talk about community and like you know giving back to the city of mm-hmm. Buffalo. How important that was to you. Definitely, man. That's my that's that's my city, and and that's what people expect me to do, and I'm gonna go above and beyond, above and beyond. Like I was like fucking delivering groceries to people. <laughs> I went to a grocery store and seen people who needed rides, piling people up, giving them rides back to their uh to their crib. You know what I'm saying in a fucking blizzard with a pushiesty mask. People don't even notice me. <laughs> You feel what I'm oh, saying? Oh, wow. They, yeah. know they didn't you? even know it was me. Like, a couple people at the end, I lift my mask. They're like, oh, shit, fucking Benny? Like, damn, nobody gonna believe wow. this. Like, I'm saving people. I'm jumping out in the snow, helping people, throwing people groceries in. I'm pulling up, giving people bread. You know what I'm saying? Donating donating money to, so people can get their shit right. And my man, his, he in prison. You know what I'm saying? Making sure his mom was good. And uh, I don't I don't always I don't always post about things like that because it's almost corny to me and it's mm, almost yeah. what I should be doing. Mm. But you know what I learned is you should post about things like that because I was I was interested in doing more for my community when I seen somebody post about it. Mm. And so maybe I can create that same effect when I post about it. Like that Buffalo shooting, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Man, we donated money, we raised twenty thousand dollars up for the family. Uh, I know personal. I know families personally that was affected by that. 
uh, we went to the White House to, to help bring awareness, speaking on Ari Melber on MSNBC mm -hmm. to, to help create Shout awareness. Out Ari. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, about the things that's going on. And, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people don't see that. And they need to see that. I, like I said, I hate to, to try to, like, frontline at things because, you know, those are tragedies. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, that people, families are still dealing with. So I try not to bring it up all the time, but, you know, a, a nigga do what he can for the city, man. And, and you know, those me. They, they are me and I'm them. So I'm going to continue to do things like that. Right. What song are you most proud of on this album? I would say, I would say Back Again is a moment. Back Again is Where fine. Snoop is at the end talking on a record. Mm -hmm. And I heard him talk on records like that for so many other people. Like I said, it just I just realized, okay, like I'm in this chair now. It's my turn in the chair. Mm -hmm. uh, definitely Germany's graduation, where basically where, you know, I like to do reflect songs where I'm saying how I was here and I made it from here. The triumphant songs. Mm -hmm. uh, the journey. Right, how to be a rapper. Mm -hmm. Basically, I'm telling my story on there. And you are telling stories too. You got your storytelling bag on. Oh, yeah, and yeah, trust yeah. more valuable than love. Yeah, definitely, definitely, man. I can't wait for people to hear that record, especially the last verse. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially the last verse. Are you listening to that shit, I listen man? to that. <laughs> I want to be one of the first to tell you this album's really, it's you delivered. Man, you know, you, you were waiting a long time for it. And it's like, I was as I was listening, I was like, every song just kept getting better and better. I was like, wait, I had to catch myself for a moment. Make right, sure right, I ain't right, right. mishearing. Yo, that, that's what, what, what happened when I sent it to Cole. I sent Cole like four or five records. He called me. He was like, nigga, send me the rest, because if you got a classic, nigga. <laughs> I said, nigga, you got a classic. <laughs> and you know what I didn't do? I didn't send him the rest, because I want, I, want, I want that to linger in his yeah, brain. Yeah, yeah, let, 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 let him <laughs> sit me, with that. Let him sit with that. Until til it's time. Mm -hmm. What was so dope about that song is that it beat switches three times. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And like, what was the inspiration behind that? Were you like watching Netflix or something one day? Uh, man, I just wanted to, I wanted to get in my storytelling bag, because people... Because people say I'm a good storyteller, but when I'm telling stories, I really never told like a a story like that. I'm just telling my story. So I wanted to uh like to tell some stories of people that I knew or some things that I heard of. And, you know, just you know, just just something to keep people to the edge of the seat. Something at in the edge of the seat. Something to keep people like, damn, what the fuck happened? Like, damn, how the fuck you think of that? Mm. You know and I'm saying, you know, just getting the art form of it, man. You're just trying to deliver, trying to cover all all areas and all bases, man. Tell my story, switch my flow up, melodic songs, yeah. uh, hip hop songs, the beat switches. You know what I'm saying? Just trying everything. Right. So at the end of the day, like when this album comes out, like what mm. do you feel like validation is going to be? Is it a, is it another plaque? Is mm. it the response from the fans? Uh, this this is this is the validation, and uh, thank thank God that that I'm a. Uh, that I have self-confidence and self-love that I don't need my validation to come from nowhere else. I feel like it's already done. Huh. Uh, me, man, shout out Rock Mars. Mm -hmm. Shout out Mayhem Loren. Mm -hmm. Shout out, uh, man, so many names I'm forgetting. Sky Zoo. Shout out Action Bronson. Yeah. Shout out Danny Brown. All of these guys, Flea Lord, uh, a whole bunch of these guys, man. I'm sorry if I'm forgetting your name, but Ransom, Ransom, Terminology, Thirty Eight Special, mm -hmm. Static Selector. It's like when when people see me with Def Jam on a higher level, nigga. This is this is the culture. 
I don't want people to think that, okay, you I'm brought a, them there. Exactly. I don't want to think I don't want people to look at me going to Dev Jam as like, okay, he's switching, he's he he he's going. No, nigga, we're going. Wait, come, come with. Come with. It's us going to Dev Jam. This our genre of music. We in the building. I'm a I'm a I'm an artist that you guys champion and, and gave confidence to and helped me rise up here. So we're going here mm. to get better looks and spread it and spread this hip hop shit, this Griselda shit, this black soprano shit in every fucking corner. And every place that we can get it to, so and I mean, I feel like that's the validation is that a guy like me, like I said, I I remember hearing Double XL say that about Conway. I remember being in a, uh, the freshman meeting. I remember, I remember like, just go go back to the, the rat radar images. Look mm-hmm. at my jewelry. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, I wear that shit like I wear this. Right. But just look. I remember like having. To wait for my turn. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So to have my turn, which I earned, is a moment for all of us in underground hip hop because that's all we want. Mm-hmm. We want we want to have our turn. Mm-hmm. We want to be looked at on a higher level with, with, with all of these other guys who, who they look at, all these other guys who want to chart. We we want our chance to dance with those guys. And we and with me, through me, a lot of people getting their chance to dance with those guys, man. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So the underground world, man. We're validated. We did that shit. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. And and it's not only Wes who did it. It's not only Conway who did it. It's not only Rock Mars who did it. It's like it's another guy who doing it. You know what I'm saying? And you could do that shit too. That's it. And we're not scaring the hoes, right? We're not scaring the hoes, man. <laughs> Listen, niggas told me niggas love saying that I scared the hoes. I don't think I'm scaring the hoes on this album. You're not. Hoes, I want to hear from y'all. <laughs> I don't feel like I'm scaring y'all, but let me know when it happens. I think I think the narrative is changing though. I feel like. The hoes are liking lyrical rap again. Right. You see, yo, Wes be like, come here, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I need one of them joints. But yeah, man, like I said, it's like different, different corners, man, and different, and different, uh, pockets that we're spreading this shit to, man. You know what I mean? That's the win for me. That's the win. What did you realize that with this album that you was capturing everything you needed to capture? Like, would you... Your own executive producer with that, like you said, it's about diligence, growth, substance. Like, what was that final stage of like closing that album out and feeling like it represents you the right way? Along the way, where where I, where I put certain records in place. After I did a Snoop record, I'm like, okay, I got, I got, okay, I got the Snoop record. After I did a story record, I'm like, okay, okay, boom, that, that's that's that, I got that. After the Germany's graduation, I'm like, okay, I needed that piece. Then I got the record with Khan and, and Rick on it and and, and, Con, and Wes. And I'm like, oh shit! I know I needed my Griselda record. Griselda mm-hmm. Express. I got that one foot out, one shit with me and Stove. So yep. it was the ingredients. And I look back and I'm like, okay, I covered every base mm-hmm. on this joint because classic albums that we grew up off of cover every fucking square. Mm-hmm. You always had that West Coast song. Yep. You had that down south song. Mm-hmm. You had that east coast song. Mm-hmm. Remember uh, the remix, juvenile remix, high. Yeah. Jay Z jumped on a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. That was all he was missing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even though not saying that they needed Hove, but that was all he was missing. Just like you know, Hove. We wonder why Hove was fucking with Short Dog all the time. Hove always going back to fuck with Scarface. Pardon mm-hmm. me, because those are blanks that he had to fill in. Mm-hmm. I feel like I felt in all the blanks on this. You know what I'm saying? I feel like everybody in hip hop is represented on his album. That's, that's what I was looking for. That's a fact, man. Everybody can't go, man. Everybody can't go, man. And 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 I hope I hope people back home feel the same way, man. Everything is not for everybody. Don't feel guilty. 
Don't feel guilty for, for living in your truth, for being you who you are, for shining brighter than others. Don't feel guilty for that because, you know, God put us here to shine brighter than others. You know what I'm saying? And that doesn't dim nobody else's lights out. But, man, don't feel guilty for that shit. They try to make us feel guilty. So this is me telling everybody, like, I'm, I'm, I'm living my truth. I'm going to be who I am. And, yes, that might mean... Nigga, we, we're we done Because I'm not doing the same shit that y'all doing That could go for a female That shit can go for a business partner And then, and in my case, it goes for everything mm. This go for females, business partners Friends, family Nigga, I, I don't drink the same shit I don't eat the same shit Because everybody can't go mm. I don't shop at the same place Everybody can't go It's a mind thing, man And, and, and once people understand that They get it more It's a, it's say, a mind thing Do you think thing. your success brought more clarity to everything? I think so. I think so too. It's like I said that I, I didn't say it on this album, but I said like uh, I ran my money up and understood life. <laughs> you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I understood life first because responsibility, man. With money comes fucking responsibility. I'm responsible for myself and other people. Uh, with money comes understanding, knowledge, because it puts you in different rooms. I'm not on a block hustling with a whole bunch of dropouts niggas who got three <laughs> felonies who who who's, who's right. banging on a penitentiary door trying to get back in let me in i'm not around those guys no mm. more i was i was at the reform i was at the reform shit that meek just threw and i'm kicking it with og wine he was like yo you gamble and i'm like nah i don't gamble i scramble he's like nigga you in the wrong place then. <laughs> <laughs> and i understood what he said he's like nigga leave that shit at home nigga. right <laughs> I don't want. I you know what i'm saying so you're around people. I, I probably would have been around some other niggas and they probably thought that was cool I said that. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't have corrected me on that. You right. know what I'm saying? They would have thought that was cool. So when money comes, responsibility, and uh, and you see who you are. Like mm -hmm. I said on the burden of proof, money don't change you. It just it just puts a magnifying glass mm -hmm. on your personality. That was it. You feel what I'm saying? So me having the things that I have and still being the person I am gives me, definitely gives clarity. Like my mama raised me the fuck right. Definitely. Even on back again, I think you said uh, you say nothing like that first M. Ain't nothing like that first M. Man. I wouldn't know. Uh, stop. Let's <laughs> <laughs> stop right out. Y'all been doing this shit forever, man. I mean, it's like that. That like I said, that paper, man. It's, it's a magnifying glass, and you get to see how you act. You get to see how everybody else acts. Mm, you know what I'm saying? You get to see how everybody else act, and. You know what I mean? It's it's a beautiful thing when you when you when you know how to manage it. Yeah. When you know how to control it. When you when you're comfortable in your own skin, it's a beautiful fucking thing. You know what I mean? It's a beautiful thing, man. It's a beautiful album. Woo! Everyone can go, but everyone can stream. Everyone can stream. <laughs> that's that's gonna be the deluxe. That's the deluxe. Maybe we get the Al Green song cleared by then, right? Yeah, maybe we can yeah. get the Al Green song cleared by then because I want people to hear that. Yeah. And 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 this and this let me say this, man. This this piece. This piece is is it means a lot to me. It shows growth in a Griselda collective. Mm -hmm. It shows growth on my part. Now niggas still on there. I don't want people to hear these words and feel like oh he switched it up and everything. Because I said I'm not using boom bat beats. It's it's hella boom bat shit. So there's yeah. boom bat beats. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just that that wasn't my main focus. Mm -hmm. But this piece I'm proud of it, and I know the fans is gonna be proud of it. The supporters are gonna be proud of it, and I know the I know people's gonna. Like yo, you did this, this he he's steady moving forward, he's steady pro progressing, and that means a lot to me. I know the critics is gonna critique, and I know the haters gonna hate, and I know the trappers gonna pop their shit in and trap to it, and I know the hoes is not gonna be scared of me no more. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I feel like this piece answered a lot of questions, and 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 I believe this is I believe this is gonna sit somewhere special 
in a Benny Butcher in a Benny the Butcher catalog. You know mm. what I'm saying? This is gonna sit somewhere special. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Congratulations, Benny. We appreciate you, brother. Man, appreciate y'all boys, man. I enjoyed this talk, man. And y'all down here for the one fest? Nah, I'm in and out. Y'all in and out? I'm in and out. Yeah, y'all came Benny, down to King of Week. Came here for you, man. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I ain't know that shit. Yeah, man. The butcher, Go baby. To strip club later, nigga. That's <laughs> <laughs> Atlanta. Everybody can't go though. Everybody can't go. Everybody can't go. Yeah, Rap Radar podcast. Yeah. Rap Radar is Interval Presents original production from Hyperhouse, produced by Laura Wasser. Hosts and producers Elliot Wilson and Brian B. Miller. From Interval Presents, executive producers Alan Coy and Jake Kleinberg. Executive producer Paul Rosenberg. Editing and sound design by Dylan Alexander Freeman. Recording engineer, Mike Urban. Visual director, Josh Perez. Operations lead, Sarah Yu. Business development lead, Sheffy Ellenswag. And marketing lead, Samara Still. Make sure to follow Rap Radar or listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.